here's the thing. Uh, for everybody listening, don't make the same mistake the Bengals just did in any facet of your life. People are going to get hurt. It's the hockey season. And if they want to make the deep run to the playoffs, they're going to need players. And Ben Hutton, it's a good defenseman that can help. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. I was very tempted to just put defense. What about the Jared Cook play on the sideline? And then Mason Crosby's 55-yard field goal or something like that. That was a good one. Come on, Austin, I've been saying this ever since Joe Burrow got injured. I just don't not I, I just do not see Harden putting in the same amount of effort uh, into each game. Yeah, I honestly believe that's why he hasn't won a championship yet. That's a perfect name. What you said, name brand players. Like, it's it's not the great value, target brand, toilet paper, or whatever. It's the Charmin Ultra Strong. Yeah, I I swear we didn't script that. Fultz is injured and he really hasn't lived up to the potential of being the number one overall pick when he was selected by the Sixers. Like you said, Obeskin, he's getting older. He hasn't been playing as well as I imagined. He's one of the greatest goal scorers, scorers of all time, but he hasn't started off this season as hard as I hope. How is Joe Burrow going to get the ball to them if his butt is already on the ground when he finally decides who to throw to? I don't really think the Dodgers are going to make the World Series this year. I feel like they'll make it to the uh, NLCS. And then I want to talk about the Fernando Tatis extension because that really surprised me because he's so young. You see the Chiefs beefing up their O-line um, and then you have the Buccaneers beefing up their defensive line. Ingrained in the life of Tom Brady and what winning actually looks like, I think will be a very good uh, move for uh, Bruce Arians and this Bucks organization. Hi, I'm Jeff Allen and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week. We're doing two NFL videos because we're spacing up. We're um, dividing the NFL into two episodes because one's going to be AFC moves and the other one's going to be NFC moves. Just because it was a hectic offseason, we waited for everything to happen, and we're going to go by division through each team. So we're going to start with the AFC East and the Buffalo Bills. They traded for Case Keenum. They also signed Matt Barkley. They also did a lot of other moves, but the ones that stick out to me are the offensive line. They signed guard Ike Butker. They re-signed him. They got Roger Saffold, who was cut by the Rams, and they re-signed Mitch Morse. But the big thing to me is the Von Miller signing. Six years, $120 million contract. That's definitely a huge signing for them because of the pass rush that Von Miller brings. And what do you else sticks out to you, Austin? Yeah, I mean, the Von Miller thing is glaring off the page because they decided to go all in on a guy, and he's now the first defensive player ever to get two $100 million contracts, which is impressive. But after a great showing for the Rams last year, I thought he could have won Super Bowl MVP. I thought he was the best player on the Rams during that game. But he has won two Super Bowls with two different teams, and now he moves on to Buffalo and trying to win another. I, I like the move, but long-term, I think it's very risky. Yeah, I'm interesting. I'm looking at the uh, deal right now on Spot Track. It says there's a potential out three years, because I didn't like he could play six years, but I doubt it. So I kind of thought like they did it to where they can manipulate the time. Like It's six years but most of that money is coming in the first three when he'll actually be playing. 
and it doesn't hurt him. And I also missed the OJ Howard signing, the tight end. Like that, you have Knox and Howard. And I also liked how they got Duke Johnson, even though they missed out on um, Jarek McKinnon from. Or no, that's not. It was the Washington run, running back. Do you know who I'm talking about? JD McKissick? JD McKissick. That's they were almost with the deal, but then he backed out and re-signed with the Washington football Washington Commanders. Um but I feel you have two nice tight ends, so now you can have twelve personnel and you can work on a running game, and that's to me was the most glaring weakness when I saw the Bills. Because they their running game was Josh Allen. And I don't know how you can I feel you need another running back because Josh Allen, I see more as a passer, even though he can't evade the pocket. I would like a dominant running threat that isn't your quarterback. Yeah. So, so. move on to the next team. Yeah, move on to the next team. Miami Dolphins. Trading for Tyreek Hill. We'll just talk about that and how I feel that impacts. Oh, and they also got some nice offensive line help. Taron Armstead. Five-year, $75 million deal, and they signed Connor Williams to a two-year contract. That solidifies your left side. I feel Connor Williams is a good left guard. Um, he's a good guard. He just holds. Um, but I felt like the Cowboys should have let him, you know, let him go, and they did. And now you got Taron Armstead, so that's a nice left side. Now you can get some more players in the draft. And then we'll talk about the wide receivers. So just a huge offseason or a huge free agency because the draft hasn't happened yet for the Dolphins. Um, how do you feel? What do you think is more important, offensive line or the wide receivers they got? I definitely think offensive line. In college, we all know, Tua got hurt pretty bad. His hip was messed up, and an O-line will keep him from running away from the rush too much. Tua can run, but keeping him in the pocket, I do think is the best way for him to stay healthy and for him to make the best possible passes. I understand everyone's going to go crazy because of the Tyree Kill trade, but I do think the best move they made was bringing uh, Armstead in. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, the wide receivers, though, now their wide receivers are really good. It's a really good wide receiver room because Devontae Parker is now your third wide receiver, and he was once your number one because now um, – I believe Hill's number one, then Waddle, then Parker, and then Cedric Wilson, who I think is a nice – they have a lot of depth, and I feel Cedric Wilson is a very nice wide receiver, and it allow, it gives a little tool for Mike McDaniel, the new coach, to mess around with because Cedric Wilson has thrown some pretty good passes in the past. And I feel we'll be seeing Tyreek Hill in – uh, something similar to Debo, maybe not more as a running back like Debo was, but I can see Mike McDaniel just moving around Tyree Kill and just messing with the defense. I, I don't You're think I don't think anything like Debo. I think he continues what he was like with KC because with KC he still ran the ball some, but those were off of uh, those weren't off like running plays. Those were jet sweeps or stuff like that where the, he's still in a wide receiver position, motions and uh, get the ball and runs Debo is a running back. He gets the ball behind the quarterback and it's a, a traditional handoff. I don't think he's brought into the yeah. backfield like Debo, that. but 
I wouldn't see it like that. Well, oh, then then, he, then that's he how he he was already field. used like that at KC. He was already ran okay. the ball with jet sweeps with uh quick passes to wide receiver screens and all that. That he was he's already used like that. That's how they used Waddle last year. That's how they used Jaheim Grant when they was with him. Albert Wilson used to be with the Dolphins. They used to use him like that. But they have a lot of speed on this offense with Waddle and Hill, just like the uh, Chiefs had with Hill and um, McCall Hardman. So there's going to be some fast wide receivers to throw the ball to. It's going to be hard to guard. I think Devontae Parker is probably the most well-rounded of these wide receivers. He can go up and get a ball. He's not slow. He can be physical when necessary. And so I, I like where Devontae Parker fits in this. The Chiefs never really had a Devontae Parker on their team, and I do think that's what hurt the Chiefs. They never really had that wide receiver that you can just throw it up to and he can go make a catch. And I think another great move, probably the second best move, behind the Armstead deal is bringing back my Giuseppe. A great tight end is very helpful. We've seen Tom Brady with Rob Gronkowski. We've seen Patrick Mahomes with Travis Kelsey. A, a good tight end can really help solidify. And Giuseppe's not a bad blocker, even though he's not tremendous. And I do think that's going to help diversify this offense. And they also brought, brought back uh, Salvin Ahmed, who was a pretty underrated running back during this season. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be – I like the wide receivers like you are mentioning. With Kansas City, it seems like one mold, the fast wide receiver, and then you have Kelsey. But um, with them, like you have Devontae Parker. They also, speaking of running backs, they signed Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert, someone that uh, was in San Francisco and now is moving with McDaniel to Miami. So I think they'll have a good run game, and then they'll be able to sling it um, with all their wide receivers – I think it will be a very funny uh, offense to watch as long as Tua stays healthy. That's And, like, they invested in their line already, and I would like to see them invest more. Um, because I know they've done draft picks, but that just hasn't really turned out yet. So um, I think we can move on to the Patriots, who had a quiet offseason. They traded away um, – uh, shoot, what, uh, the guard – Shaq Mason. I'm blanking on Shaq Mason which is interesting, only for a fifth-round pick. They got Jabril Peppers. They re-signed Matthew Slater. They did re-sign Trent Brown, but they're missing that right guard, and they're still recovering from left guard when they – when um, oh, man. Uh, I can't I can't think of the left guard's name now for the Chiefs. You mean the center, the Joe Thune? That's a center. I thought – I thought he's left guard for the Chiefs. Then, okay, well it's Joe Thune. That's the guy they lost to the Chiefs. Yeah, it says left guard. Okay, it's Joe Thune. Joe Thune. But okay, okay, that guy. So I would. I don't like that when you're heading into the off season with um, Andrews. Andrews heading was into the your center. Yeah. Where did yeah. Where did Andrew? Is Andrew still on the team? David Andrews. Andrews? Let me. I'm going to say not. Or maybe I'm going to go, yeah. David Andrews, uh, yeah, he's still with the Patriots. So, he's yeah, he's still there. Yeah, they still have a solid line. They just are missing some pieces. 
They traded away Chase Winovich, a defensive end, for Mac Wilson, a, a linebacker. I like that trade. I really like Mac Wilson. I think he could be a good player. I do think it's interesting the way they're doing this, but losing uh, Jackson, the corner, is going to hurt. But it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. They haven't really made too, too, too many moves. Uh, but I feel like football Politics is waiting for the draft. They like, uh, oh, they brought back Malcolm Butler. I saw that. I, I think that's an interesting move to replace Jackson, who was one of the best corners in the league last year. But I don't know. It's just, I think they're waiting for the draft so that Bill can truly build the team that he wants around him with young guys, which is really something that he's already always done well. Yeah, it, it's been quiet, but I understand, like, they're not going to go all for it this year. But I do think we'll see what they do in the draft. But a lot of people made moves, including the Jets, where they signed. They've only signed two tight ends. They got C.J. Uzama from the Bengals. They also got Tyler Conklin. They also got Barrios, and they got they re-signed Tevin Coleman. But they got Solomon Thomas, which is good. I like the defensive pieces they added, like LaMarcus Joyner, Jordan Whitehead, D.J. Reed, um, because I feel that's where Salah excels, their head coach. And he brings in someone that was with him, Solomon Thomas, in San Francisco when he was the D.C. because I, Solomon Thomas left last year. He was on the Raiders last season, I'm pretty sure. But um, I... I I'm interested with the two di- two tight ends in what they're investing, and they were also on Terry Kill. But if they did the trade, if they had gone with the trade for Terry Kill, I don't know how I would feel about it because, in my opinion, they shouldn't be trading away picks when they're a young team and they're not at the stage that the Dolphins are. So that was my view on Dolphins or Jets. Why are you in this? Like, Dolphins made sense. The Jets just didn't make sense. I think the Jets made more sense than you're giving credit for because it is a young quarterback and you need to. I don't think the reason why they went with the Dolphins, though, is because the Jets weren't giving up as many picks. The Dolphins were giving away five. Yeah. I think the Jets were giving away three and a player. And it wasn't a first rounder. Yeah, but I, I would have been fine if Tyreek went to the Jets. But if I was the Chiefs, I would have traded him to the Jets. Because I feel like they would have been less of a threat playoff time to play him again. I like some of the moves they're making. How do you feel about Greg Zerline? A, someone who's with the Cowboys for a while. One of the now is now is signed to the year. Jets to be their kicker. Well, they also I think it's gonna be a competition, and I'm fine with that, because they also signed Eddie Panero. So just as long as you're not paying a big money to Greg Zerline. I'm fine with it because Zerline just did not have a good season with the Cowboys last year. He was every time he kicked, Cowboys fans would hold their breath, and that's not what you want when you have a kicker. So it seems like he was better at kicking than he was it. at kicking extra points. Well, yeah, but he was great at kicking fifty yarders, but then when it gets like thirty yarder, he'd be like, "Yeah, I can't do this." And PATs. <laughs> well, it looks. They re-signed Eddie Pinero, and I'm like, okay, that's. It looks like they're going to be doing a kicking competition. We'll Which see. We'll all, see. Yeah. Greg Zerline was a very good kicker in his time with, uh, the Rams, and another move that I really liked for the Jets was uh, picking up DJ Reed 
from the Seahawks. Uh, it wasn't a trade. He was just with the Seahawks last year. I think after trading away Jamal Adams, they obviously had a hole at safety. And so even though they had Mays, I, I, I do think, or Marcus May, but they still had another safety hole there. And I, I think uh, Reed will be a quality uh, safety for them. But they also picked that's up Jordan similar. Whitehead. So it's kind of be, I think yeah. that's another place where it's going to be maybe a competition. I don't know. Because I like Reed, but obviously Whitehead's been on a Super Bowl winning roster. He started for a very good Bucks team recently. So picking up two safeties, same position, I think that's another place where you could see competition. Yeah, I like the Jordan Whitehead signing because he was with the Bucks and he won it. And uh, it's just, I feel Robert Sala's good defensive mind. So now we can build a solid defense, and now it's up to uh, the younger LaFleur to build a good offense. Mm -hmm. um, but now that's the end of the AFC East. Now we're going to the AFC North. Really nothing much from the Baltimore Ravens. Four total signings. They signed Marcus Williams. That's a big splash with a five-year, $70 million. Uh, five, for five years, $70 million. Then you got Michael Pierce, Morgan Moses, and then Patrick Richard. But Marcus Williams is probably – a good signing for them because they really haven't had a true safety back there. And Marcus Williams played well for the saints, but just we'll get to the other team that made a lot of moves, but it, it's solid free agency moves. I'm not sure how, I think they're probably focusing on the Lamar Jackson extension. So, yeah. And they also extended uh, their head coach Harbaugh for three more years. So that's something that they're doing during the off season. I, I'm, I do question whether or not they're going to pick up another wide receiver because I don't know if they have – I still think they lack depth in that position once you go far enough down the depth chart. And we've seen teams that have a lot of wide receiver depth, like the Bucks in 2020, like last year's Rams. A lot of depth can help you go really far in the playoffs. Yeah. So maybe they'll do that for the draft. We'll see. Um, but I do agree – um, they, they have Watkins, Marquise Brown. I'm not sure if John Brown is still on the team. No, John Brown was on the, uh, Bucks last year. Bills. Oh, Bucks. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I do agree with you there. Now we get to the Bengals. I like what they did. They signed Leo Collins. That's good. They also got Alex Kappa filling the need. They also got another lineman, Ted Carlos. But to me, Collins is good because he's a good road tackle and Alex Kappa, um, like solid signings for the offensive line. Alex Kappa is going to fill in left guard, and maybe you can fill more in the draft. So just that's the biggest moves for me, filling that line and actually going out, getting some solid players for it. And after losing Uzelma, I think picking up Hayden Hurst from the Falcons, I think that's another huge move. Hayden Hurst is a quality tight end. He used to play for the Baltimore Ravens and then play for the Falcons and then now is on the Bengals. I do think that's a great move. Uh, I think Hurst is a better receiver but a worse blocker than Uzelma. So I do think they, there's some give and take there, but I think picking up a tight end was definitely necessary after losing a quality tight end like Uzama. Yeah, I agree. And Hurst is a good target. Um, and they have plenty of weapons. Like you have Boyd, you have Higgins, and you have Jamar Chase. Yeah, after so, after losing Uzama, all they needed was another tight end, and they picked it up. So I like what they did. Yeah. Now we go to the Browns, who biggest move is the Watson trade and – Wow, did they give up a lot. Three first-round picks, third-rounder, two fourth-rounders. And now they're stuck with Baker. 
at $20 million. I don't know how they're going to make that work. But Watson as a player, um, not sure how the NFL is going to handle his legal issues. But as a player, they are better at QB. Um, It's just, that's, I can't, I could not give up the three first round picks in addition to the all the other picks that they did because Stafford and Stafford and Wilson those deals weren't three first round picks like there were two I think was Wilson even two wasn't he one pick even though they they did trade a lot of players they traded a lock and font fan I can't remember if it was one I think it was one I'm pretty sure it was one first but Noah Fant is a first round talent so For three players and multiple draft picks. But yeah, I, I understand training two first-round picks. It's just three first-round picks really seems like a lot. And a trade that I am puzzled by is trading away Case Keenum. Case Keenum's a very good backup. I don't know why you trade him and not Baker yet. I think trading Baker to the Saints or to the Seahawks or I somewhere else would have made so much more sense. Yeah, for the Russell Wilson, it was two first round picks, Andrew Locke and Noah Fant. And then uh, a couple like uh, late round picks. But that makes sense with Russell Wilson because he's won the Super Bowl. While Watson could win a Super Bowl, he just hasn't done it yet. Yeah, and people act like the Texans were terrible with uh wide receiver talent when he was there, but that makes it doesn't make any sense. Brandon Cooks was there. They had a Kiki QT, who's very underrated. They had Hopkins. They had uh, Will Fuller. They had a lot of quality targets that are exceptional players. And now they lost Landry. Obviously, last year they lost Beckham. I don't know. It's just I know they picked up Amari Cooper, but I don't know if that's enough. They are going to have to rely heavily on their offensive line and run game for this to be a good team. But I do think they've lost enough for me to be concerned. Yeah, I I see your point with Baker. To me, I almost feel there are only a few teams that feel they are not set at quarterback, and I think that would be. I think Steelers are there, Seahawks are there, Saints, and then Panthers. Yep. No, I feel Saints are good. Do you think Saints are good? I feel the Saints. They have Watts. They have Winston, and they just signed Andy Dalton. So I think they're like, yeah, we're good. We're gonna roll with it this year. So I, you think, uh, so yeah, obviously Panthers, but you think Falcons are set with Marcus Mariota? Yeah, I think they're like yeah. And the thing with Baker is he's, we're he's caught he cost this first this year twenty million because they picked up the fifth year option. There's a lot of stars out there that I think Baker is better than. I think, I I don't know. I would not have made the trade. I would if I was the Browns for. Deshaun, but they'd already destroyed their relationship with Baker, so they were kind of forced there. They forced their own hand. I would have traded Baker before I trade Deshaun. Before I trade for Deshaun. Because, like, you know the Deshaun trade's going to work, but you have now people are like, you, what you're demanding for Baker isn't going to be, isn't, I don't see many teams giving up with the price tag of Baker. I don't see him giving up like a, Maybe like a fifth round pick is the highest they go. 
because of that twenty million with Baker. But Baker, Baker it, has. I, there's no way they only give a fifth round pick because the reason why is he he got the Browns their first playoff win in I don't know ever. Well, yeah, he did good his first few years, but this last year I know he was injured, but it was. Just Are we gonna and a lot of players have had one questionable year in their career. A, almost every player ever has had one bad year during their career. But that, are you going to pay that guy twenty million on a year where he could bounce back? I think it's. I think Baker is a quality QB. I, I would if if you told me Baker or Kyler for next year, I would take Baker. Kyler has shown no over Kyler yes, Murray. Yes, Baker has shown more. No. His, what? How? How not? He had no. How not? How not? Just because he has one playoff win? I don't think you understand. Kyler has zero. Kyler has One. all the all this talent but around Kyler's him. Kyler's fantastic. This past year he had talent around him, but the other years before. Yeah, he threw how many no, picks? Kyler's better than Baker. I I don't think Kyler's all that. I feel Kyler's fantastic, especially with how bad his offensive line was compared to the Browns' offensive line, which had a fantastic run game. The yes, but all of his. Cardinals, you remember when Nick Chubb? You remember when Nick Chubb was out basically the entire season? When he was out like eight, what to eight to ten weeks or something like that? Oh, who they have? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is not what he was with the. I mean, he's he's a good not secondary, what he was, but he's still a solid running back. You're acting like James Conner didn't. Like you're acting they, like James Conner didn't score seventeen touchdowns last year. That's touchdowns. How many yards did he have? You're the one who who loves touchdowns as a stat. He's seventeen. What when I when we're talking about Trevon Diggs and how he has fewer he hasn't allowed that many touchdowns, I'm fine with using touchdowns as a stat there. Right. But with a running back, you have a one yard I I can't believe you think Baker is better than Kyler Murray, who's one of the top QBs. He's not. Yes, he is. I can't wait till we when we what are we doing this QB ranking? What are we doing this QB mistakes. ranking? I was gonna wait till after the draft. Interesting. I can't believe. Gosh. Baker's no. I would trade maybe a fourth for Baker if he was not making twenty million this year. Interesting. He's yeah. Well, let's Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Now we'll go to the Steelers. They signed Haskins and they also got um they also got uh, Mitch Trubisky, which is very interesting. So, um, that's like the main thing they did, and I feel they might be just getting a QB in um, the draft, which is interesting. And then they also got James Daniels. So, I like how they're working off the offensive line. Um, what else stuck, stuck out to you? Yeah, I think they're just waiting, another team waiting for the draft. I've heard a lot of talk about picking up Malik Willis, who's a quality QB out of Liberty. I think if Mike Tomlin and crew picked him up, I do think that would be a great step forward. I'm fine if they go with Mitch Trubisky. I feel like he's overhated as well because I think Matt Nagy was not the offensive mastermind that everyone imagined him to be. But I think that I think picking up Malik Willis and going with a rookie is probably the best way to go here. I would see what it would cost to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo because I like that move. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not going to win you the game, but he's also not going to lose you the game. And I feel he's 
done more. I, I would trust Jimmy Garoppolo over Mitchell Trubisky and Dwayne Haskins because I do not trust those QBs. Then why not trade for Baker? I'm not trading for Baker because Baker, I don't trust Baker. Baker lost the Browns game when he played the Packers. He is the reason they lost when he threw four picks. He also was hurt and had to play through it. It, it, why, if he's so hurt that it hurts him to throw, why is he playing? Because it's football. You remember when Philip Rivers played in the AFC? Yeah, listen to me. 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 Listen. You remember when AF, uh, when uh, in the AFC Championship game when Philip Rivers had a torn ACL and played? They lost the game to the Patriots, but he played. It, it's the mentality that I'm fine, even though you're not fine. I'm fine. I'm going to play through it. It's just like Giannis in the finals. It, I mean. Anything can happen with that. You're not always going to play well through your injuries. Giannis did. Baker didn't. It's an injury. You don't know how your body's going to react, and it impacted his performance enough to where he played bad. I don't know. I If it's impact, like if it was a main thing throughout the season, also coaching, like why are you playing Baker? Because ba- like, Baker wants Baker to play. I, I am not against playing Baker. I don't, I'm not against playing a player hurt. If the player wants to play, I'm not going to stop them from playing. Because I know as a player, I would want to play unless I'm I physically cannot get out of bed. I don't know. I it calls in another question. I do not trust Baker. Baker is there's a circle, and it makes sense. Like Baker does not play well. Baker plays well, and then Baker does something bad, or it goes. It's a circle, and it's like similar to like KP. Like plays well gets injured, wants to trade him, plays well. But with Baker, he fits it. Yeah, I, I'm i not a fan of Baker. It's confusing. It's confusing. Him. I trust Jimmy Garoppolo. It's confusing to me. He's had All right. a lot of uh, players on his team that are – he's had a lot of egos on his team. Let's say that. Baker? Yes. Well, is one of those egos him? Well, I wouldn't say so. I'll say the ego is wanting to win. I, well, I, he's more than the ego of just wanting to win. Well, then so yeah, is Kyler. Definitely so is Kyler. You, you, the entire... I No, oh, Kyler is oh, not... Baker has a bigger ego than no, Kyler. No, Kyler was the one who deleted all of his uh, Cardinals posts when there was nothing about to happen just because he wanted a, an extension with, for more money. He deleted all of his Cardinals posts. I don't know, Baker... Baker's done a lot more than Baker's stabbed the flag in the Ohio State. Yes, that's because there's, that's there's out of a that's out of pure emotion of a win. That's not because oh, I want more money, so let me delete all my team's posts so that they are forced to pay me money or trade me. It's like not a big no, that's a me, huge that's not deal. An ego that thing. is that's a, like a petty thing. That's a petty yeah. Thing. I don't want my quarterback. I don't want like any of my players petty. to be petty. Check out my Instagram. I don't. He deleted his posts. Okay. If he was doing it for likes, he would have kept them. No, he's using his Instagram to send a point. To me, that's just petty. And the, yeah, and I would prefer. Pre- and then the I would prefer my QBs and/or every other player who plays to not be petty. Okay. Well, we also know what your type of QB is with Green Bay. Green Bay definitely has a type of QB, going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you, are you talking about all-time great? I'm confused. <laughs> oh, well, there's – if we want to talk about the off-field, off-the-field 
Oh, uh, hey, I'm retiring. No, no I'm not. Oh, retiring. oh, yeah, no, but there's I'm a difference retired. when he's petty and also throws 48 touchdowns and only throws five picks. Well, he is a fantastic QB, but he that <laughs> ego is both those egos for both those QBs were incredibly large. That's that's entirely true, but Kyler doesn't deserve to have a petty ego until he proves himself, right? By winning one playoff game, so then he's equal to Baker Mayfield? I was talking, and you brought up the Aaron Rodgers thing. Like, Aaron Rodgers hasn't won four MVPs, won a championship. Yes. I was talking about egos with QBs. But now, for Kyler Murray, to me, I just don't see a big ego on him. To me, I like Kyler. He's a much better QB than Baker, who's a terrible QB. I don't even know how to respond to that statement. Well, you also like Kirk Cousins. We have have very different things on QBs. Let's move on to the Houston Texans, who got a lot back, and they got back into the first round with the trade with Deshaun Watson, so I like that move for them. And they've already moved on from him, um, so I like that. Um, So it's good for them, and now I feel they have a good QB in Davis Mills. Or a, a QB that you can learn more about and you're fine. Like, okay, let's figure out what you are, but you have the picks now. And that's the main thing I take away from this NFL uh, free agency period. Yeah. I like the move to Texas have made. They're playing not that risky. And they obviously moved Deshaun for the, uh, basically the amount that they said a year and a half ago that they wanted for him and they eventually got it. And I think it was worth the wait for them. Yeah. Now we get to the Colts and I'm, Pretty sure we're going to disagree on this. I really like the move with Matt Ryan. Oh, so do I. Matt Ryan is like, a quality QB. He's one MVP. Yeah, he's, he's had one of the worst total lines for the last three years. I think with uh, under a Colts system, I think he would excel. Yeah, I agree. And you have a solid run game. And when he has a solid run game and a solid play caller, he won MVP and um, went to the Super Bowl. I don't think he's going to do it again, but I think we're going to see some solid um, – plays from him and he's not going to lose you the game he could also win you the game but to me he's not going to cost you the game like with Wentz he was costing you the game because of his recklessness and just some of the picks he would throw so I really like this addition and you only really gave up a third round pick for him and one of those thirds you gained from the Washington commanders trade to send Wentz away Mm -hmm. yeah the thing is, when you get up to those great QBs, I'm not saying Matt Ryan's necessarily there anymore, but there's going to be times where Tom Brady loses you the game because he throws four picks. St- stuff happens. You just want those players to win more games for you when they play risky like that than lose, and Carson Wentz definitely did not fit that mold as when the times were at the most dire, he lost to the Jaguars. Well, yeah, and to me, there's consistent QBs who lose you the game instead of winning you the game. So, and now Matt Ryan is not one of those guys that consistently loses the game for you. So, uh, they also got Unique Nagakwe, which is a good, which is an interesting trade. They traded Rakia Sin to the Raiders. So, I feel that was a good move. Um, but any, I think we can move on to the next team. That's the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like what they did. They got Brandon Sheriff from the Washington Commanders, and they also they uh, franchise tag Camp Robinson. And they just got a lot of um, pieces to build around their young QB and Trevor Lawrence. So 
that's a good move for them, I think. And I am excited how this offense fits, but I like the offensive line help. Yeah, I I like the moves they made, except for the Christian Kirk move. I think they overpaid him. He's never had a 1,000-yard season. He's had some questionable games, questionable injuries. I don't necessarily know if I would have invested that much in him, but we'll see if he can prove me wrong. Yeah, that's $18 million around 18 Yeah, it was definitely an overpay. I like Kirk as a wide receiver, but not that much. Um, now we can go to the Titans. Um, they got re-signed Ben Jones, but the main thing is they traded for Robert Woods, and they did cut Julio. And I just really like um, the addition of Robert Woods. I thought the Julio thing would work, but I guess it, it, it didn't work. Um, but Robert Woods, I feel, is still good. And they on, only traded away a six-round pick. So what are your thoughts on this? Oh, yeah. I, I love the move, and I'm excited to see how this offense works. Robert Woods has been a second-best wide receiver for a very long time now. And he's going to continue that as A.J. Brown's most certainly the favorite target of Ryan Tannehill next season. But Derrick Henry should be healthy all next year. And if they want to got a one seed with him missing as many games as he did, I wouldn't be surprised if they could do it again. Yeah. All right. Now we'll go to the Denver Broncos. And we're going to the AFC West. Denver Broncos. Main thing is Russell Wilson. I like this trade. Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl. And now you get to add him to an offense. It's sad that they lost Fant because with that would be an incredible offense. But it's still good. I just would like a more – you do have Sutton, but I'm not sure how Judy and um, uh, KJ Hamler play out. But it will be interesting to see, but they need to fix up all their offensive line, which they're doing as they signed Calvin Anderson, Tom Compton, and Billy Turner, who are all linemen. Yep, and I also like to pick up a Randy Gregory. He is a good pass rusher, and I think their defense is looking very solid heading into next season. Yeah, it's good. I understand. Randy Gregory was good last season. I'm just not sure if he can keep it up, but um, we'll see. It's, well, if he keeps it up, then it's definitely a good signing. Now we'll go to the Chiefs. They uh, got Corey Coleman. Um, they got Juju Smith. I like the addition of Juju Smith. And MBS, it's just a lot of money. And then they, got Frank, they retained Frank Clark. And I'm fine with them letting it go of a safety like Tyron Matthew when they signed uh, Justin Reed. So I think they'll be good. And I really don't blame them for trading away Tyreek Hill because you got a lot back for him, and now you can invest in those picks. And if he wasn't going to resign with you anyway, at least you got something, which was a lot. Yeah, I, I think all the moves they made were necessary except for the MVS move. I feel like they could have used that. To, they probably could have used their picks to trade up and get the best wide receiver in the draft as our rookie. But instead they, they put a lot into – the future of MVS, and we'll see how he plays. I liked him with the Packers. He just didn't seem all that versatile comparatively to what they could have gotten in the draft. Yeah, I also would have called Seattle about what it would take to get Tyler Lockett. I think there's a high price tag on DK Metcalf, and, and I don't. I would call about Tyler Lockett and ask him, like, hey, what do you want for Tyler Lockett before making that uh, move for MVS? But I do agree it's a lot of money. And that, now we go to the Raiders. I like the addition of Vontae Adams. He pairs up with Derek Carr, who met up where they played in college. So I think it would be good for them. And I like the addition of Chandler Jones and re-signing Max Crosby. I thought about trading Derek Carr, but it looks like they 
didn't and they want to go all in or they want to stay competitive, which they're doing that. And I think they have a nice pass rush with the mix of Crosby and Chandler Jones. They also got um, JC Jackson, which is fixing up their secondary. And I think it will be good for them. So their defense could be even better as long as, um, nope, I'm thinking of Chargers, not JC Jackson. But um, so JC Jackson went to the Chargers, not the Raiders. But I like what the Raiders did so far. It will be interesting to see how they play. Yeah, the draft is definitely key for them. I like to pick up, up a Devontae. They still have Hunter Renfro. Still have Darren Waller. Their offense should be good as long as Josh Jacobs and Krugman stay healthy. Uh, their defense, though, is questionable, and I do think they need to make a significant pickup in the draft for me to be confident in their defense heading into the next season. Yeah, I agree. And a defense that I am confident in, I jumped a little bit early, was the LA Chargers. I like the addition of J.C. Jackson, and they traded. They got Khalil Mack for um, – they only traded a second-round pick and a six-rounder. And if Khalil Mack and Joey Bosey stay healthy, that's going to be a deadly um, – or it's going to be a dangerous defense, defensive line. And um, when you give um, uh, their head coach – I'm going to look it up. I can't remember. Nathaniel Hackett. Um, no, Brandon Staley. Nan- no, Nathaniel right. Hackett yeah. is – That's that's uh, the Broncos. That, yeah, Broncos. Yeah. yeah. Same division. It's, um, Broncos. Yeah. It's um, Brandon Staley. When you give him nice defensive pieces, like we saw with him in the Rams when he was the defense coordinator, they'll play well, and they'll be dangerous defense. And then I like uh, they re-signed Mike Williams. They also got Gerald Everett. But the main thing was the defense, and now you can just keep building what you had on offense. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think this team has a lot of potential. Uh, They still need to probably pick up another offensive lineman in the draft for the future, but – I like how this team is built, and I do think that this is the year they finally push it over as long as they can stay healthy. Yeah. So that concludes our AFC episode. Uh, Thank you for listening. Be on the lookout for the NFC episode.